0: Learn more at Duracell.com slash safely available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings, or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, Love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Find a store near you or shop online at Pandora.net. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a straight-talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All in the Silver Unlimited plan, not combinable with auto-pay discount. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit. A game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases.
1: That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention? There are no fees. Period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC
2: This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio.
1: It is another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. Ashley and I are so pumped to be here for multiple reasons. One, I do have a personal antidote to uh, share with you all. It is the week that we celebrate Ashley Iconetti's birthday into this world. Aww. Happy birthday, Ashley Iconetti. Happy birthday week, I guess.
0: Thank you so much. 33 is like mid-30s now, so I feel like it's a, a big jump. Do you feel like 33 is a big I think it's like, you know, 32, early 30s. 33, are you early 30s or are you mid-30s?
1: <sighs> yeah, and you know what? I just did a cameo last night where <laughs> somebody sent me a message for their wife and it was her 33rd birthday. I'm turning 32 in just a few weeks. Yeah. Um and it started with this Please tell her she makes thirty three look good. And I was like,
0: <laughs> Oh god, that's. I was horrible. like,
1: I was like, Come on, come on, that's terrible. I
0: it's remember, cool. <laughs> I remember, I read this study that women apparently hit their peak attractiveness at the age of thirty one. So for like all my twenties, I was like, you know what? It's okay because <sighs> apparently I peak at thirty one, and now I'm two years over that.
1: Yeah, you're in this season of life. It's super. No, it's super special. Like you know, you're not a kid. Uh, you can't use that excuse. I really can't. Uh, you're an adult. You are uh, a huge piece of society. You're you're forming this world. Like this is a cool season for you. But you you have now. I think at like 33, even 30, you've got to give up all like, excuses of, oh, I'm just still young. Like, you're not young anymore. Um, And that's okay. That's not a bad thing. It's just a weird feeling.
0: I was cleaning out my closet because we're moving, so I'm trying to get rid of a whole bunch of stuff I won't wear again. And I I do this through... FaceTime with my sister because I'm such a pack rat. I'll find a sentimental value to everything, and I have yeah. to have her say like, "Nope, bye bye." And something that we really concluded that I actually felt in my bones was like, "Lauren, I'm going to obviously continue to wear crop tops. That's like my style, but I can't really wear bralettes anymore. Like I can't go out of the house wearing What's a bralette. Basic, basically, like." not a crop top where it ends kind of like right above your belly button. Like I can't wear anything that that's a, that's significantly above my belly button. Does that make sense? Ashley, like I can't I be showing my whole stomach you. anymore. You
1: do you girl. I you don't do, know. It doesn't You want to show right. that stomach off. You show that stomach off. I could,
2: I
0: could, but then it's just like, uh, I'm not, yeah. a ch- I'm not, I'm not a child this anymore. Is, this,
1: these are the decisions now that you have to think through. And, uh, well, Ashley, in all seriousness, happy birthday! You're Thank somebody you. I love to celebrate. It was a
0: good one. Thank
1: um, you. You're so Yeah. Sweet. How did? Uh, real quick. How did you celebrate it?
0: Um, well, uh, on Friday, I went to dinner with Naz. If you guys listen to the I Don't Get It podcast, she's my co-host there, and she is Whoa. my best friend who I met as a, who was a, my producer on The Bachelor. And then we went down to Jaden Tanner's for Saturday. We slept over there. It was the last time we get to we get to hang out with them as both California residents. Then the following night we went out to dinner with Nick and Natalie, his girlfriend. So it was a nice set of friend dinners.
1: That's really special. You know what's cool, uh, and and this is just interesting, is all of these close friends are people you've met. Now you have great I've met your yeah, friends all them, from like through
0: the bachelor.
1: <laughs> yeah. And they're like real friends of yours who love yeah. you as a friend and love you as a person. Now you have great friends outside of the show. I've met them at your wedding and in oh, every you. place in life. But like these are real friendships for you. I just did the uh, "I Don't Get It" podcast a uh, couple weeks ago, and uh, that is—I'm not kidding. And I'm—it was one of the most fun uh, podcasts I've ever done. One because you girls really keep me on my toes, um, <laughs> and two, it's just—it's fun to to get to talk to you all in this like really friendship environment. And I know that's what that podcast is. But oh, yeah, um, happy birthday! I hope you feel loved. I hope you feel celebrated.
0: I do. I very much do. I appreciate that. All right, let's jump in now to the fantasy suite episode this week. Instead of running down the episode scene by scene like we often do today, I just kind of want to do big takeaways. I had three. Uh, Do you want me to list them or should we just go one by one? How many standout moments did you have?
1: Uh, You know, I don't know if I looked at it that way. I'm happy you're doing it this way because Mm -hmm. I watched it more. Isn't it? In its entirety, I do want to start with one standout moment, and then okay. we'll go into yours, and I'll just respond. the first one I talk about is the conversation that I was not expecting. Maybe because I haven't seen the previews, I haven't really watched the previews recently. Was with Matt and his father when his father mm-hmm. walked in. That was a shock to me. That's a big moment. Um, it's one that uh, I. It's. I don't know if I can say, if I should say it like this, but I'm going to. It was one of the most intimate scenes of the season and one of the most engaging scenes of the season not because of um not because of the emotion behind it yeah but yeah the not because of hostility just because of this was a one of those as we say often real life moments that will play huge impacts way past the show okay so let's break that down first if you don't mind because i do want to spend some time on that and then we can get into to your highlights from the dates well
0: that's of course number one standout moment for me
1: Okay, what were your thoughts?
0: Uh, I loved seeing the development of it because his dad had a very natural defensive reaction at first, and then he really listened. He, he let it hit his heart, what Matt was saying, and then he apologized, and it was so sincere, and I really do feel like they're going to have a better relationship here on out.
1: Yeah, I mean, it shows, you know, Matt has always been a like a, a leader from the day one you know he stepped into the bachelor role and has kind of done a tremendous job at caring for the women and the women caring for him and obviously I've always been a big fan of him but in this scene you really see if if there's any doubt if Matt is ready for a long-term commitment and I don't know if anybody was doubting that I'm saying if there was any doubt Mm -hmm. this scene was was my like concrete example of yes, he's ready because of how he navigated it. Like he navigated it in a way that was like, I need to confront you on this. I'm not going to shy away from the the conversation. I need you to talk about this with me now. Granted was Matt's dream to do it on national television. Was his dad's dream to do it on national? No, but as Matt kept saying, there hasn't been another moment that I can do this. Mm-hmm. This feels like the moment that I have to dad. And we did, we saw the arc of the confrontation and, to then the end, and the moment that stood out to me was when they hugged each other and they did this thing that just shows the the desire to love each other well is when Matt says, I could still kick your ass in soccer. And I and I <laughs> know that's like a passing comment. Oh, I get it, yeah. But it's one that pulls back a memory. It's one that obviously connects them. And it's one that makes them both know like, hey, I've never forgotten about you.
0: Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And if you guys didn't watch it, you know we talk about the the trajectory of this conversation so first matt's talking about how like dad i didn't have you in my life like you weren't there for the big moments you didn't show up for me and then his dad says you know i said like he gets defensive he says you know my dad was killed at five i didn't have those things um he just kind of was like, oh, I was there for you. Like I showed up, you know, a time or, you know, I, I'd be there. We used to go and hang out, have pizza and stuff. And then Matt was like, no dad, like, I don't want to be like you. Like I want to be there for all the moments, not just like these little show ups. And then, um, his dad, you know, he really just like, he took it to heart and he said like, I'm not perfect. We all make mistakes. You know, he said, I'm not perfect. At first, and we're like, okay, dude, Uh, you better take more accountability than that, right? And he ends up doing so, and it was just really awesome. I especially thought that the guy was going to get a little bit irritated that Matt was doing it on TV. Yeah. I thought he was going to have like a break moment where he was like, you know what? I'm done with this. Not now. Why in front of the cameras? I was even thinking at a certain point that like, oh, this is what Matt's going to be sitting on the curb really sad about. But then the dad surprises us all. And he's like, you know what? I'm not proud of what I did. Uh, and, he, he, you know, he did. It, it was, um, I don't want to say like it was impressive, but it was. It was like hopefully it was like something that makes you feel good about people.
1: Yeah, he he could have easily got up and walked away again. Yeah, right. I mean, that was what Matt was confronting him on was, you've always walked away. You you've never been there, and he he sat in this even in a very uncomfortable situation. Now, it also reminded me. This taught me a big lesson is when you have a problem with somebody confrontation is not a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. To sit mm-hmm. down with somebody one-on-one and say, hey, I don't appreciate the way you've treated me. I don't appreciate the way this has gone. But the ability to work through that confrontation uh, and then to hear the story of that, like that moment when his dad says, like, you do you even know that my dad died when he was five? When I was five. You don't know everybody's story. Like, there's a reason why... Um, You know, this conversation is being had and why his dad was so, you know, at first thrown off is because he's like, do you know what I've been through? And then it turns the corner and there's confrontation still that exists throughout it to a point where at the end they go, I'm sorry. And Matt can look at his dad and give him a hug and say, like, I love you. Mm -hmm. This is a big deal. And one that I hope I hope builds a foundation for the both of them. Um, And, you know, his dad hinted at it. And we won't probably know this as fans, but he's like, I want to do better. I want mm-hmm. to keep working at this. I, I, don't, I don't want this to be the end of this. Yeah, That's special. That's a big moment. And yeah. then... It carries move...
0: through each of the dates.
1: He does. He wants to bring it up with each woman. Each woman uh, then responds, and he gets to have those conversations. It has to be... I wonder... We'd have to ask Matt when he comes on later. Um, but I, I wonder if for him it was at some level healing to have uh, so many people that care about him so intimately there to, to like get their perspective and talk to about it. Like, I mean, when you have one person in your life, it's a great thing, right? But like mm-hmm. when you have the ability every day to say, hey, this just happened to me and I just want you to know about it. I'm sure there is a there is some type of like healing to that because you're you're able to talk about it and hear everybody's responses. Granted, I think the women responded perfectly. They didn't just respond in some fluffy way. They both mm-hmm. dug into it with them. They told him who he was. They sat in it. They showed a lot of empathy, which is... Mm-hmm. An incredible trait, especially on this show. Um, all right. So huge moment right off the bat. What was your second highlight?
0: Well, I mean, it's really just Rachel's date and how he looks at her. I just feel like it's totally different than the other two. Well, now we know that Bree was eliminated. So I think that it's different than when he talks to Michelle. He just is so engaged with what Rachel's saying.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, we lead into that date with Rachel being um, freaked out. Yeah. And like you can tell it's coming from a place of like she just adores this dude. And this is really hard for her to hear. And and luckily she didn't like hide it for too long. Uh, Do you I mean, because I would maybe disagree with you a little bit and say I was actually thinking that Bree's date was the one that felt like uh, they had the best connection during When did
0: you feel that? When? What point?
1: They're making breakfast the next morning. Oh, I knew just,
0: you were going to say that. Y- yes. That's why I asked. And that brings me to point number three about Rachel. Why did we go from fireworks out the window in the fantasy suite to straight into the rose ceremony? Both other girls, per usual, got that little scene in the morning. And I think this scene in the morning tells a lot about how the night went. We always know whether the, the night went well or when the night went sour. A.K. Remember when Taisha left Colton's room? Yes. <laughs> we just yes. knew. We that scene is so telling, and yet they eliminated that with Rachel. Who knows why? My. Um,
1: What's your instinct say?
0: My instinct says that it was actually so good, so strong, it would have been a dead giveaway, and they couldn't have aired it.
1: Interesting, yeah, because it, it's weird. I even had to watch it back and go, "Did I miss this?" Because we get that cut, you know, we get the yeah. early cut, and I was like, it was "Jarring." Did, yeah, did this get did this get deleted? Where it was that? and it just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Ashley, you know, that's that's point number two, and then you you know, your third point was what?
0: No, my third point was why was that scene okay. cut for Rachel?
1: So let's just real quickly run through each date. Um, date number one. Was Michelle, and you felt like you're just if you had to explain it, you felt like I felt like it was not the I thought it was the third of the three in terms of connection. I okay, thought there so, was something good there. I thought it, they they definitely enjoy each other. I definitely put Brie above Michelle when I was watching it. If if you take out the rose ceremony at the end,
0: so I watched the episode. I'm within the past three hours. Yeah, and. I literally just forgot for a second what they did on their date, so that's how little memorable it was. They went to the spa. Remember, they did the oatmeal baths. A, yeah, it's like a Pennsylvania
1: style spa, and they. Yeah. Um, and I think part of that is because it was the first date. Those dates always, yeah. you know, kind of get mixed up. And then the second is. It was almost covered up to me with the emotion that they've been doing for the past few seasons, where all the people are in one room. Like it used to be, where you know you'd have your overnight and you go back. You weren't with the other contestants once you got back.
0: Yeah, they love doing that now.
1: Now they love cinema in the same room, which I still would. I mean, I've said every year. I just think it's weird and unhealthy and like really awkward to like so
0: awkward. They love it though.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if it does a lot for me. And I think it honestly like hurts the relationships at some level because it just makes this whole thing even weirder is like oh you just spent the night with my boyfriend and you're back and you're smiling and like this is weird but
0: but you're right like during michelle's date i was like still kind of getting over watching the dad conversation and then the other standout moment is when she walks in to meet the other girls and the reaction that she gets there
1: so uh, before we bring on a really special guest, and we're about to, and she's gonna be incredible. Um, you would say you weren't shocked by Bree's departure. Why?
0: No, not at all. I felt Bree's departure coming for a long time. I do feel like there was like something like sexy, intimate there with them. Okay. But I don't know. So like maybe they there was they had it in that department, yeah. but I don't know that they they have it in like just the communication, passion, like that that jive that you need to have like that, that banter back and forth, like type of continuous conversation connection.
1: Yeah. I felt the connection. Uh, I guess I was shocked, Uh, but then it leads us to the next week and we have to give, give our assumptions here and we don't know any spoilers, but if I'm shocked Brie went home because of Michelle's date felt like the third to me, is there any, I mean, is, the, is she going to have that, like, secret, like, kind of like, oh, my gosh, out of nowhere, Matt's, like, proposes it to her? Or do you think it's Rachel no matter what?
0: I think it's Rachel no matter what. But I am okay. still interested to see, of course, like I've been saying for weeks, why he's so upset sitting on the curb. Now it's seeming like it's a conversation that happens between him and his mom. And maybe his mom doesn't think he should be getting engaged. Something like that. Her mom, His mom seems definitely weary of marriage, right? from like her yeah. from, from her wounds. Uh and then it seems like there's like a day where he's supposed to see the girls but then decides not to. So that's pretty intense. But then again, this could all be like fluff that they edit together in the preview to make we'll us seem see like it seem like it's a bigger deal than it really and, is.
1: Yeah, and we'll never we'll like, never see it on television and yeah, like, be super
0: like maybe he had e coli or something like you did
1: yeah maybe he did get e coli and then he's crying he's like i just can't do it anymore this sucks um all right ashley let's take a break when we come back we are going to have one of the most beloved uh contestants from this season on this podcast we are so pumped for it uh chelsea is going to be joining us on the almost famous podcast
0: diaper duty it's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting right well fear not pamper swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of weeks, even blowouts not only are pamper swaddlers total game changers they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024 the pampers diaper stash an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. Learn more at duracellcom power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14. On them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. It'll save you so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? Try a new hobby, invest in materials or classes for a hobby that you've been curious about, whether it's painting, cooking, or playing a musical instrument. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless, plus it runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through four fourteen twenty four. Wall 24 supplies last online only, must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver. Unlimited plan to qualify Limit of five phones per customer, family plan discount with four lines, all in the silver unlimited plan, not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in the Rudimetrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kremes, Mucky Mascara, Goopy Gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC, can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, toss out those outdated items they're yucky Start fresh daylight savings
1: time is coming up and it's a perfect time to go through your closets cabinets and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products and cvs can help you save big on replacements during the cvs spring fling fling out the old save big on the new
0: Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This week alone, Ashley. I'm not going to go into the details necessarily of the conversation that I had, but I, I sat with a friend of mine for two days uh, who is in a really tough place in life. We'll say it that way. And he mentioned to me that he is going to start, and he already had started at one previous time in his life, uh, reaching out to BetterHelp because of kind of the, the setup of BetterHelp, right? It's, it's virtual if you're not kind of like click in with the person that you're assigned to or that you get to have, you can move to somebody else. Better help came up in my life organically this week. And I was so excited because I immediately said, I don't know if it was appropriate given the conversation, but I said my podcast, you know, promotes better help and talks about better help. And we have for a while. So better help is out there. It's a growing brand who is benefiting many, many people.
0: It sure is. Uh, we love it because you can do it through text. You can do it through phone. You can do it uh, video chat. And a lot of people just don't need the anxiety of driving to an office and whatnot when it comes to therapy. And also just the whole dating a therapist thing. It's like awkward. You go see one and you don't click. Well, you can change therapist whenever you want. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, we definitely suggest going to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, like I just said, and it's convenient, flexible, can be suited to your schedule. And all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. To learn to make time for what makes you happy, go to BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, dot com slash almost Right, guys we are joined by one of our favorites chelsea vaughn you know her from this season of the bachelor she left two weeks ago she's a 28 year old runway model from brooklyn new york hey chelsea thanks for hey, being here. hey guys
3: in. thanks for having me am i the first one from my season that you've had yes i'm so honored oh, we usually
1: save the you. best for first um <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, Chelsea, this is a big deal for us. We're huge fans of you. Um, we're very thankful you came on. I want to start this by just saying this. We were shocked that you went home, like Mm -hmm. absolutely shocked to get this started. Were you shocked that you went home?
3: (laughs) Um, I mean, there weren't that many people left. It was almost hometown the week before I left. So I wasn't necessarily shocked just because everyone except for like me and Abigail and Jasenia had had a one-on-one. So I knew at this point he had stronger connections with people. Um, I was hoping I'd get the one-on-one that week. I didn't. So then I was kind of like, oh no, I might be. I might be going.
0: (laughs) But what was weird is that you had like such momentum going into that. And, you know, you getting eliminated during that episode, maybe not maybe not weird. But I told you in DM, I was like, you leaving at the beginning of that episode of that first row ceremony seemed very weird to me just because you had three consecutive weeks where you had very memorable conversations with Matt during the group dates. Did you feel like you were gaining speed or losing speed
3: during that portion of the season? Honestly, I felt like I was losing speed a little bit just because every week I kept feeling like, oh, this is my week. I'm going to get the one-on-one this week. And I think I was just getting a little bit discouraged because you can only learn and, and grow your relationship so much in like 10 or 15 minutes at a group date after party. And then there was so much drama at the cocktail parties before the rose ceremonies that there were a few weeks in a row where I didn't get to speak to Matt. Um, so, yeah, I was just like a little bit discouraged I always felt better after I spoke to him, but at the time I was like, Oh no, <laughs> the longer this one-on-one takes, the the more I feel like I might be on the chopping block.
1: You know, we saw a lot of the, like the drama at these cocktail parties happening as viewers for you, who was somebody that felt the repercussions of that and didn't get to talk to Matt. What is your like mental space? Like as you're sitting there going another week, another cocktail party, I don't get to talk to him. Were you getting frustrated? Were you like, Hostile, like what was what were you feeling?
3: (laughs) I was definitely super frustrated towards the end, especially because I wasn't involved in any of the drama. So I was just like, this is something I can't even control that's taking time away from me every week. So that was just really frustrating not being able to do anything about it. I kind of just had to deal with it. Um, so yeah, there were times when it was super hard to stay hopeful and positive like there was a lot of time when I was just like I'm so over this I don't know what I'm doing here anymore if I don't get a date like I don't know what I why I'm here <laughs> do you feel do you feel that there was too much emphasis on
0: drama and not enough of his romantic connections this season
3: when I was there or when yeah it's well been aired? no watching back I guess watching back I definitely feel like yes there was a lot of emphasis on drama and I know that There is every season, but it felt like there was more this season. I don't know. Maybe
1: that's just me. Uh, No, no, no. It's not just you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's all of us, but it brings me to an interesting question. because we haven't had anybody on yet that was in the house at that time. You know, we have always talked about how much fun it was at times to be living in the house with all these people. Was, was it as difficult to be in that environment as what it feels like as viewers? Do you feel like it was contentious?
3: It, I think because there is so much emphasis on the drama when it's airing that it feels like it was just a hostile terrible place to be because that's all that's being shown and then they're showing like the interviews and what people are saying in there and the private conversations that only two people had whereas like the other 28 of us were at the bar taking tequila shots so like I think that it doesn't feel like it looked on TV. I I did have a good time. I did enjoy getting to know these women and bonding with them every day.
0: Who are your closest friends from the season?
3: Piper, Abigail and Brie. Okay.
0: So Abigail has been on our list as like somebody we really would love to see as the bachelorette, but rumors are swirling that it's Katie. Uh, And during the women tell all you, this is actually an email from a listener in Women Tell All, you were accusing Katie of stirring things up. Uh, Katie said it was like, when, when Katie said all this, we were like, oh, Chelsea, like, w- was Katie a reason for drama or was she helping prevent drama? You seem to have some opinions on that. So, so tell us about how you think Katie would do as Bachelorette.
3: I mean I don't think she I think she would do well as bachelorette I think anybody from my cast would um I do think that she stirred up drama I said that on the show and I Mm -hmm. stand by it um I just felt like sometimes it was unnecessary for her to insert her place herself into places that I didn't necessarily think were needed at the time um I definitely don't stand for bullying by any means. I wasn't a part of any bullying. I truly appreciate someone if they're going to go out of their way to stand up for somebody if they think, okay, this might ruin somebody's life. Uh Um, And I think that's what Katie thought she was doing at the time. Um, But yeah, I mean, her and I just have different opinions on things and that's cool. Um, I just wouldn't necessarily have done or said some of the things that she did.
1: Chelsea, why, where was, where was your decision-making? I'm going to say headspace again. There's got to be a better Mm -hmm. word for that. But (laughs) when all this was going on around you and you chose to stay out of it, like why, why were you choosing to stay out of it?
3: I was focused on myself and my relationship with Matt. I was really only concerned about how I was going to get more time to talk to him, how I could get to know him better. And when I did get time, how I could maximize that time so I wasn't really concerned with other people in general. That's just not really my style. I'm I kind of stay out of things. I keep to myself. I chill. Like you do, you all do me. Like I was just not worried about the drama. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I just I didn't want any part of it. I was just it's hard enough being in the house like isolated yeah. and like in this bubble and you don't know anyone. You don't have your friends or your phone or anything. So I was like trying to focus on my mental health and just getting to know Matt. So it wasn't my priority. So you played a role at Women Tell All, but one of our headlines this
0: week is that Heather was there and played zero role. In fact, she (laughs) was basically just like, edited edited out of the background (laughs) did she have any significance there is there anything that we are really missing from like was that like something uh, something discussed heather's time there and how a lot of girls had an issue with her showing up so late
3: I don't know if I'm allowed to confirm or deny her being there, but I mean, you've seen the picture.
0: <laughs> well, she's there. You see, you see a glimpse of her on screen. That's where we got the picture from. You know, they aired it's true. a little
3: clip. It that is true. Um, it wasn't anything new. It was kind of just like everyone. It just wasn't anything added that you didn't see. Okay. On, um on the the, the rose ceremony that day, okay, um, yeah. But Heather's a cool girl. I mean we we all talked and hung out with her afterwards, and like she's chill.
1: <laughs> she's okay. a cool girl. She was there for a couple minutes of the season and uh, walked in, kind of walked out. <laughs> now, um, Chelsea, just like everything in life, we seem to move on quickly in this franchise. So we got to ask you about your next steps. Is there any chance at all possible that you will be on Bachelor in Paradise?
3: I mean, there's always a chance.
1: (laughs) Would you be interested in it?
3: I don't know. I just have such mixed feelings about the franchise at the moment with everything happening in bachelor nation, like, especially during my season, it's just been so many things back to back to back. And it's a little Mm -hmm. bit exhausting right now. Um, I mean, I would consider it. I just, I want to see some sort of changes. Like I want, there to be positive change in the franchise to people of color before I could commit to going on another season.
0: What does that look like for you?
3: (sighs) I mean, I don't think real change is going to happen quickly. So that's why I'm like hesitant about Paradise because I don't know what changes could happen in that quick turnaround of a time. Um, I don't know. I just think every department from top to bottom needs to have diversity and people of color in the room that are making decisions
1: it is it's it's crazy how fast right because i mean ashley you'll know this but they'll start like filming for paradise in what june july yeah
0: and i believe they already left to film bachelorette
1: yeah so like it all moves very fast and as you said chelsea like I mean, nobody's, nobody's naive to this. Like there's huge changes that need to be made. That should be made conversations that should be started. And so it has to happen fast yet. It's interesting to hear as the cast does get announced for paradise who like people like you who are wise and saying, Hey, change doesn't happen quickly, but yet I want to see change before I can enter back into it. Yeah, And so um, it is going to be interesting to see how that's handled. Um, And you're kind of saying, you know, you want to see top-down changes where people need to be in the room making decisions, people of color need to be represented. And that's a hope that maybe then you would say, hey, I I can enter back into this world.
3: Yeah, maybe. I will tell you this, though. There is one guy from uh, Claire season I have my eye on. I'm not going to say you, who Have you oh, on,
0: us, on as if on, like Justin. already DMing Because it sounds like you know Like you've already picked and you may be going after it Just the excitement I heard in your voice
3: Um that's all I'm going to say Can you give okay. us a
1: no, no 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 I don't I don't uh, she just offered that hint. up
3: to us. No one like I slyly it dig at it. We're
0: like, so um. Uh, she
1: she offered that up, and then she knew where she was gonna leave it. She was gonna leave it right there. <laughs> she was gonna take control here and say there is a guy, and I'm not telling you. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> Okay. But what we can assume is there might be somebody that you have your eye on that you'd be excited to meet. Uh we don't even have to dig in if you've met him yet or not, but it'd be you would be excited to meet him at some point on a in life at some level. Yes. We'll be watching. I'll be okay. watching.
0: <laughs> very, very exciting. You were one of the girls, you were open with me, that partook in the writing of the joint statement that the the women of Mad season put out a couple weeks ago can you talk about mm-hmm. how that formed and, and how you guys got together to write it
3: yeah so there's six women that wanted to just stay anonymous that wrote it but i was definitely obviously one of the people that posted it mm-hmm. um so the six women are women of color that decided to come up with and write the statement and then they about it and realized you know it would definitely be more powerful if our entire cast um posted it and stood together especially with everything that happened this season with the drama and the mean girls and like all this stuff um we definitely thought it'd be powerful if we all put all that aside and said you know this is more important than anything that happened on the show um so yeah it was it was super powerful it was great to use our voices and And the guys from last season also made their own statements, stood behind us. And like I spoke to Rachel Lindsay about it, and she was really moved by it. So it was just a beautiful moment.
1: It is. And you know what? You, uh, and and along with others, uh, really uh, are going to be difference makers in this franchise and in your lives moving forward and kind of as this, you know, as your time on the show ends and you move into the world. Chelsea, I like to ask every contestant this. And if you could expound on it a little bit the why to it, um, either way, are you glad you did it? Are you glad you went on The Bachelor?
3: Yes, I absolutely have no regrets. Um, I would have been like, what if if I hadn't gone on the show? Mm-hmm. Um, I met some amazing people and I'm just all about experiences in life. So like I love to have the experience and I learned a lot from it and I think it's kind of been life-changing or it will continue to be. Um, so I'm definitely glad I went. Switching
0: gears a little bit back to paradise. <laughs> there are two female, two groups of females competing for spots in paradise. So it looks mm. like Tasha slash Claire season will be the only group of males that is predominantly picked from for paradise. Right. But you girls because of, you know, there not being a paradise over the summer mm-hmm. means that Matt's girls and Peter's girls are going to have to compete for spots in paradise. Do you have <laughs> girls who are like really being honest about the stress of getting a slot there?
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anyone's super stressed about it. They um, secretly are. <laughs> <that> mean <laughs> They're be. not sharing. Um but I've talked to a couple of girls from Peter season. Like they reached out to me and like, I asked them for advice and stuff before I went or when I came back from the show and Mm -hmm. they're really sweet. So no claws have come out if that's what you're asking. (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. No, that wasn't what I was asking. I was just wondering if people were, were cognitively thinking about that competition.
1: It'd be really cool though. If like publicly people were just arguing with each other. Like I want to go. No, I want to go. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That's what I'm, that that would be a good headline for the podcast. keeps us going
0: (laughs) my last question for you chelsea is you were very honest and vulnerable about your hair can you talk about how many women reached out to you and kind of said thank you for talking about this on national tv afterwards
3: um an overwhelming amount of women reached out to me and that might honestly be my favorite part of everything that's happened and going on this show um so many women, not even just black women, but all kinds of women reached out just saying that they felt seen and heard. And they couldn't believe that this conversation was happening on national TV and that they saw themselves in me. And it's just, it's just so touching. (laughs) Um, I don't know. It's just nice to hear people be like, Oh my God, you're an inspiration to me. Like people send me pictures of their classroom and be like the girls in my class, I showed them the clip, like They felt so inspired by you and I'm just, I'm just flattered. (laughs) That's so nice.
1: Well, Chelsea, you belong in this moment. We are so excited to follow your journey. You are an inspiration. There's no question about that. Um, Best of luck as your life moves forward. If this is the show or not, uh, we're excited to follow along with you. Please don't be a stranger to us. Uh, We like you a lot and we'd like to have you back sometime.
3: (laughs) Thanks guys. Nice to meet you. Thank nice you. you.
0: So nice to see nice to you too. Bye. <sighs> Chelsea
1: right. Vaughn, everybody. That was she's just she's a special human um who's standing in a really special place right now with the franchise. And so uh yeah, she is, and she's she's uh, somebody that we're gonna cheer along. I would love to see her in paradise. I hope we can see more of, of Chelsea. Uh, I felt like her time was cut short, and I just don't feel like we got to know her as well as maybe we wanted to, based on her not having a one on one date.
0: I agree. Yeah.
1: Well, hey, Ashley, let's take a break here. When we come back, we're gonna break down some bachelor headlines, and there are a few. We'll be back with the Almost Famous Podcast.
0: Diaper duty it's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not, Pampers Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pampers Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. Learn more at duracell.com/power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan, and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. It'll save you so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? Try a new hobby, invest in materials or classes for a hobby that you've been curious about, whether it's painting, cooking, or playing a musical instrument. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24. Wall supplies last online only, must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver. Unlimited plan to qualify Limit of five phones per customer, family plan discount with four lines, all in the silver unlimited plan, not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in the Rudimetrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary, not an endorsement. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kremes, Mucky Mascara, Goopy Gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh.
1: Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks, and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new.
0: Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring for details.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other
0: Alright, guys, before we get into some bachelor headlines, we have to talk about our awesome sponsor because we're going to be wearing masks for a while, probably. And it's important to have the right mask. Protect yourself and others.
1: The N95 respirators can provide a big upgrade to your current mask. There are fakes definitely out there and counterfeit versions. So you want to be sure you have the approved version. Secure components guarantees 100% authenticity. I was thinking about how spring break is coming up and people might be traveling on an airplane or they might be going into close quarters into a supermarket where they're just, you know, can't be six feet apart. And this N95 would really, really, really come in handy. Secure components is a trusted source and provides support PPE needed for frontline workers. And they're also now available to the public. Go to securecomponents.com to order masks for you, your friends and family, or your business, securecomponents.com. Ashley, Mm -hmm. we have some big headlines, and none are smaller than this one. Everyone thinks Matt James and Heather Martin (laughs) are dating. Ashley, why?
0: (laughs) All right, all right. Everyone is a little bit of a... a a stretch (laughs) um so are the reasoning behind these rumors so as we talked with chelsea about heather was at women tell all and yet she wasn't shown in fact it looked like she was actually like purposefully edited out of the rows of girls right so some people (laughs) are putting things together, thinking that the reason she was cut out was because she and Matt are secretly dating now. And this is all because they both tagged that they were in San Clemente, California, on the same day. Um, And he recently shouted out on his Instagram, robe season... (laughs) <laughs> while captioning a picture of him and Brie, her in a robe. And the fact that Heather also recently was spotted in a photo wearing a robe. <laughs> That's how silly this is. Literally robe season. Oh, and then and, and Heather wears robes. And the two of them tagged the same location, I guess, uh, uh, within a similar, within a, within a, a short time frame.
1: Ashley, here's my only counter argument to this, and I have no clue if it's true or not, but I remember when there was a TikTok video that went viral talking about how Peter Weber and Kelly were dating, and we watched it, and we broke it down on the podcast, and we said, there's no way, this is such a stretch, this is crazy, it's not happening. Well, we were proven wrong because they came out dating. So these sleuthers, these investigators from Bachelor Nation, sometimes they're onto something. I'm not going to throw this rumor out. I would just be shocked once again.
0: Okay, I would be shocked too, but to draw another parallel between Peter and Kelly and Heather and Matt, do you remember how Kelly didn't go to the Women Tell All?
2: Mm-hmm. And that
0: was such a red flag to people. Well, Heather mm-hmm. was edited out of the Women Tell All, so...
1: There you go. There's a big, big things happening in Bachelor Nation. Well, uh, you know, this, this last week, Chris Harrison, and I believe it's his first... TV appearance since his time on Extra with Rachel Lindsay. He came on Good Morning America to speak with Michael Strahan. And the headline reads, uh, this is according to Good Morning America, uh, Chris Harrison speaks out after stepping away from The Bachelor. His quote is, I stand against all forms of racism.
0: Mm-hmm. He says, I'm an imperfect man. I made a mistake and I own that. I believe that mistake doesn't reflect who I am or what I stand for. I'm committed to progress, not just for myself, but also for the franchise. And this is a franchise that has been part of my life for the better part of 20 years, and I love it. I'm saddened and shocked at how insensitive I was in that interview with Rachel Lindsay. I can't believe I didn't speak against antebellum parties, what they stand for. I didn't say it then, and I want to say it now. Those parties are not okay, past, present, and future. I didn't speak from my heart, and that is to say that I stand against all forms of racism. I'm deeply sorry to Rachel Lindsay and to the black community. To anyone who is throwing hate towards Rachel Lindsay, it's unacceptable, he says, I sought out leading scholars, teachers, faith leaders, people like Dr. Michael Eric Dyson, who I am so grateful for. And I've been working closely with a race educator and strategist. I thank them all. He says, but Dr. Dyson often talks to me about counsel, not cancel. And that is full accountability, understanding what you didn't understand, owning that, learning from that, seeking counsel often in the community that you hurt learning from them, listening, gaining experience, knowledge, and moving forward.
1: Well, Rachel Lindsay uh, is quoted in People this week, and the headline reads this. Rachel Lindsay says she accepts Bachelor host Chris Harrison's apology. We need to move forward, Rachel says.
0: Mm-hmm. She sat down with Billy Bush and just had a convo on Extra this week where she said, I do accept the apology, and I think it's important for me to say that because I haven't really talked about you know, Chris and the statement, because I'm not trying to make this a Chris versus Rachel thing, but, but the fact that once again, you know, this isn't the first time he's apologized to me. He apologized again on Good Morning America, and I do accept that, and I think it's important for me to say that because we need to move forward. And for me, for us to move forward, I need to accept the apology so we can all be better from the situation, which is what we want. Uh,
1: Well, after, uh, if, if anybody doesn't know this, Rachel Lindsay received some, uh, uh maybe like, let's say, harsh and a lot of bullying on Instagram. And she stepped away from Instagram uh, a few weeks ago uh, to to get herself healthy and to kind of separate from just the consistent negativity that was unwarranted. Well, uh, according to People, Rachel Lindsay returns to Instagram with empowering message about spreading good vibes only.
0: Mm-hmm. So her caption was just good vibes only under some sunflowers. She says, I want to be like a sunflower so that even on the darkest days, I will stand tall and find sunlight.
1: Well, we uh, were, you know, completely supporting uh, the, the continued progress here that The Bachelor uh, and Bachelorette and really all of Bachelor Nation has as they continue to seek counsel to learn and to grow. Uh, but in the midst of all of this, there are some other headlines that have kind of uh, came up to the surface. And this one reads, Bachelors Taylor Nolan may be investigated by Department of Health over offensive tweets. This according to Us Weekly.
0: Mm-hmm. This it says this week we've um, this is from the Department of Health uh, in Washington State it says this week we've received multiple complaints against Nolan in connection with the issues that you mentioned. This is the spokesperson. Um, they said those complaints are under assessment. Patient safety is our top priority, and we take all complaints seriously. He also says that not all complaints lead us to opening cases. Each complaint individually. Um, they take each complaint individually and evaluate it on its merits. He said, this is in its early stages and we can't predict what the result will be.
1: Switching gears just a bit. Bachelorette's Garrett, uh, uh, answers fans burning questions about Becca Kufrin split six months later. This according to us weekly as well.
0: Good job saying his name properly. I'm, with him. Yeah, I'm yeah. on my A game tonight.
1: Yeah, I'm on my A game tonight.
0: Um, he says that he constantly gets asked the question, what led to the breakup? He said, I know I know most of my supporters are viewers of the show And that they are the main base of my platform. I understand everyone wanting to know exactly what happened because you feel so invested into our lives and relationships. I truly don't want to be known for the show. It's not what defines me or my character. He said that it was a miracle that he even got selected for the dating show and that he um, and that he wouldn't be doing these question responses if it weren't for that. He's talking about like on Instagram. But uh, pretty much doesn't really say, doesn't really answer the question, you know? He's basically like, I know I get these questions. I understand why you guys send me these questions. But mm, just like not going to give like a straight answer as to what ha- what happened. But he is dating someone else now. Her name is Alex. He says, I've met an incredible person who supports me and my goals and makes me very happy. Um, he said that it was a, a, a rough few months getting over the breakup with Becca, he said, it ended in my heart and mind. Once I weighed every outcome solution, what ifs, talked it out, practicality. It's completely, it was just completely done for me and no going back. Life is too short to dwindle.
1: Well, speaking of question and answers, Hannah Brown discusses loving relationship with boyfriend, Adam Woolard in Q and a quote is he's more romantic. uh, This according to people.
0: Okay, yeah, these Q&As on Instagram are giving us a lot of dirt. People are telling us all their stuff on it. It's kind of fun. Uh, Hannah revealed on it that she liked Adam, her boyfriend's, photo first on a dating app. And then he made the actual first move. But she said that every day with him is so great. He's just awesome. She said, I'm telling y'all, he's the nicest person I've ever met.
1: What a headline list it is. We have some love. We have some Q and A's. Uh, Ashley, that's all we've got today for the Almost Famous Podcast. It was a great episode of The Bachelor. I would give it. We got to rank it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give it a uh, an 8.7. Oh, okay. I was going
0: to um, say an 8. I'm going to stick with an 8.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to give Matt an A again. I'm excited for next week. This was a compelling episode that I was tuned into the whole time.
0: Uh. I- agree for, for far more invested this week than I have been for a couple of weeks. And it was nice.
1: Definitely. Well, Hey, we want to thank Chelsea for coming on the podcast today. Uh, we really appreciate her giving up the time. Uh, we'll continue to stay in touch with everything going on in The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, all these little spinoff shows that are happening. Uh, but before we do, one last time, happy birthday week, Ashley Ikinetti. We are celebrating you. We will be back next week with another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. With that, I've been
0: Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys.
2: Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.
2: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.
1: Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial
0: at com slash in car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation, compatible device and vehicle required.